Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the autistic woman. I'm so moved by your support of the podcast. You make it possible for me to be here, bringing you content about autism and learning from each other. There are now two ways you can contribute to the podcast, Venmo and Patreon. There's a link to each in the show notes. If you're not a patron or contributor yet, please become one now and help keep the podcast growing. Thank you for your support and emails and messages. It means the world to me. This episode is about imagination. Here we go again with studies that conclude autistics have a deficiency of imagination. What does that even look like? A robot? An insect? A cardboard box? I have an active imagination, and I credit autism. It's one of the things I like most about my brain. It gives me a unique perspective for solving problems, for handling client matters, and for creating things like art. One of the best compliments someone can give me is to tell me that I'm imaginative. When I see something interesting, my brain automatically starts to imagine. At times, there's so many stories in my mind that I want to share my excitement. I want to write them down to express my thoughts and feelings, to create from what my mind is imagining. I admire writers for their ability to take what's in their minds and create a story. I truly lack that skill, so I express myself in different ways. I use my imagination to solve problems. Some people get one idea and then immediately decide it won't work and discard it. Then they go on to the next one, all the while judging it by relying only on past experience. They're really good at finding reasons a problem can't be solved. I imagine every possibility with no filters. If I talk about them, I get that look. You know the one, the alien from another planet? I credit autism for why I'm an outside-the-box thinker. There's something my brain does when I travel, and I'm certain it's an autistic thing. It doesn't matter whether I'm out of the country or driving through a neighboring city. It just happens. When I visit a new country or city, my brain lights up and starts imagining living there. It might be the natural beauty or the architecture, hearing another language spoken, music, eating the food, meeting the people... It isn't enough to imagine it. My brain wants to know. I'll contemplate making the move. In some cases, the answer is obvious, as in, no, I'm not doing that. If I don't like a place, I'll think, imagine living here. And if I'm impressed by it, it's, imagine living here. I've done it. I moved to Costa Rica for two years. It was amazing. Without an imagination, I would never have considered it. I recently learned a lot about a country I've never been to where the natural beauty is breathtaking and abundant. I know the climate there is too harsh for me. I imagine that I could do it for a year. Realistically, I know I'd be miserable after two weeks of cold, cloudy weather, so I won't go, except maybe to visit. One autistic trait I've seen in myself and others is the heightened ability to strategize. Strategy is a combination of skill and imagination, the ability to change an approach unexpectedly, and the mind that is continuously monitoring both. I'm drawn to games, for example, that involve strategy. 
Some experts say that autistics do best in science, technology, engineering, and math, in part because those fields don't require imaginative thinking. But is that true? Isn't Star Trek a testament to the imagination of its creators? They combine STEM with a fictional view of the future. Communicators, starships, tricorders are all imaginary, yet they've led to modern innovations like the iPhone. There even was an X prize for the purpose of developing a real tricorder. Whenever NASA launches something new, like a rover, telescope, etc., I'm in awe of the scientists and engineers who dreamt it. I'm astounded by their ability to imagine all possible scenarios and prepare for them, even with things that have never been done before by anyone. They use skills and knowledge with what's inseparable from it, imagination. The drive to explore space is driven by a desire to satisfy the imagination, to go where no one has gone before. NASA's very own words are, Imagination is our window into the future. Here are some of the following benefits of imagination. It enhances problem-solving skills. It develops and preserves your memory. In fact, studies have shown that being imaginative creates more neurons in your brain. It makes you more empathetic. It triggers your curiosity. Think special interests. It develops your self-confidence. Allowing yourself to use your imagination, you can imagine how a scenario will play out. By imagining the outcome of an action, you feel more self-confident to take the action. It might be one reason we script. For me, imagination saves time. This is a big one. As an autistic, I have a limited amount of energy, so I have to make the best of it. My mind is continually imagining ways to do things easier, faster, more efficiently, because I have to. When I have trouble opening a package or getting a key in the door lock, I imagine that there must be a better way. Like, why can't they make a toaster that toasts evenly so I wouldn't have to stop midway and turn the bread around? I use my imagination as a tool to picture a particular job I might be interested in, to script, to see a problem and its solution, to picture my ideal, my ideal house, my ideal couch, garden, etc., to design and create, to predict effects and consequences, to benefit my clients. As it's become apparent that many autistics have enhanced imaginations, some research now are saying that autistics lack social imagination, which they define as the ability to watch others and work out their intentions and thoughts and interpret what they may do next. Gee, this sounds a lot like theory of mind. I love this conclusion, which I say facetiously. Researchers claim that lack of social imagination means autistics can't foresee what might happen next. They conclude that autistics can't see danger because they can't imagine it happening. Although I'm not sure how seeing danger and social imagination are related. They say that lack of social imagining means autistics struggle to see the future. They cannot imagine ever moving to a different school or a new house or having a different career. Wow, there goes my wanting to move to a new place thing. 
Maybe some autistics can imagine it, and that's why they don't want to do it. Social imagination theory says that communication is affected in the following ways. And these are their words, not mine. Processing language and interpreting facial expressions, body language, or tone of voice. Understanding figures of speech or metaphors. Sarcasm and humor are often meaningless to them. Following long or complicated sentences. Explaining how they feel. And, you'll like this one, some like to repeat the last word of the sentence when asked a question. This is so funny because I've read from more than one source that in order to appear more social, a person should repeat the last three words of the sentence the other just spoke. Other just spoke. So let's review these ideas. Autistics lack a theory of mind. Is that true? Autistics lack social imagination. Is that true? Therefore, a lack of social imagination is the cause of a lack of theory of mind. Really? For me, scripting is imagining. Prior to going to a meeting or a meetup, I picture it and rehearse it in my mind. I imagine a variety of scenarios for what I'll say, what the other person will say. I'm using my social imagination. Do non-autistic people know what's going to happen before it does? or what someone will say before they say it or ask it. Thinking logically doesn't preclude imaginative thinking. Some researchers say it does. When a person performs both a logical or a creative function, they receive input from both sides of the brain, the left and the right. Each side of the brain functions differently, yet they complement each other. They don't work in isolation. Some theorists say that lack of imagination underlies virtually all social communication challenges. They say that theory of mind means imagining what someone else feels and thinks and the true meaning of a communication. Some go as far as to say that autistics prefer logic and reasoning because of a lack of imagination. They state that this deficiency precludes an autistic person from distinguishing fantasy from reality. Spoiler alert, the Starship Enterprise isn't real. I don't live in a fantasy world, a world that doesn't and probably can't exist. I rely on my imagination in creating my life, not in defining it. I like how it feels. Sometimes it makes me happy to let my imagination go wild because it is not reality. It's an escape and can even be a form of entertainment. Great things can start as fantasy, then inspire ideas, then become reality. I know the difference between those. Which brilliant scientist is credited with saying, Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited, whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. It is, strictly speaking, a real factor in scientific research. That was Albert Einstein. Autistics who advocate for change in how we're seen and treated are able to do it because they can imagine how others think and feel about us. Autistics can imagine a world that truly understands autism and what needs to happen to get there. Is a lack of social imagination the basis for difficulties in social communication and theory of mind? 
I'm not convinced that the scientists who say so truly understand autistic life. Our reality is that non-autistics blame us for their lack of social imagination. When they can't read the motion in our eyes, when they can't imagine what we're thinking and feeling, and when they don't know how to talk to us. Much of the world cannot imagine that we're anything other than failed neurotypicals. So, who's really living in a fantasy? As this episode ends, you'll hear the Ukraine National Anthem. I dedicate this song to my Ukrainian friends and all the people of Ukraine in this difficult time. I hope you'll listen, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. Keep listening for the Ukraine National Anthem. Slava Ukraini! Oh!